This is my story. 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 This is our story. Welcome to the Miami Valley City Saints podcast. I am your host, Hunter Wilshire, coming at you every week with message breakdowns and guest interviews. This is your resource for deep dives and seeing God's work in the Miami Valley. May this podcast inform and inspire you that you may go out and love this valley. Good day, good evening, and good night, friends, family, and city saints. Welcome to another uh, episode of the podcast. Today, I've actually got something a little interesting in store for you. Uh, I do believe this podcast is actually going to be airing the day before Thanksgiving this year. Uh, And so, with that in mind, I thought I would do a little bit of a special kind of conversation. Uh, I think I'm going to call it uh, unfiltered, so city saints unfiltered. And just kind of have an honest conversation about where I'm at uh, when it comes to the holidays and family and everything and just some things that God's been putting on my heart to just talk to you all about, to just be real, uh, be down to earth, I guess, uh, and vulnerable about just the life that I've lived and the experiences that I have and how I experience the holidays uh, with the hope that maybe you can relate in some way, shape, or form, and uh, be blessed, be encouraged, uh, maybe even be challenged to uh, step up, to be different, to change holidays for something better in the future, to have a maybe a different attitude when going into the holiday, or maybe even just uh, seeking God more uh, within the day. And so with that said, I think I'm just going to go ahead and dive into this conversation. It's just me today, so uh, no co-hosts, no interview, no nothing like that. It's going to be a little short, but I think it's important to have these types of conversations with your friends, your family, and your fellow city saints, uh, whether you're in a house church or uh, however you go about having community and fellowshipping with the believers. I just think these types of real conversations about what holidays are, how you experience life, and ultimately how you live life together in a more amazing and peaceful matter uh, is important. It's something I think we all need to kind of work out in our own way. Uh, And maybe one of you or a few of you may not relate at all with my story and uh, the perspective that I have going towards a holiday, but maybe you can take it from how I experience others uh, to maybe put your own self and to ask yourself some deep questions. Um, And so with that, I guess we'll go ahead and start. Um, So I, I grew up kind of with a broken family. My, my parents got divorced when I was uh, about five years old. And it's kind of interesting because on my mom's side, it's all pretty much everybody is, either super direct, like my mom, my grandma, my aunt, and then my siblings, or they're in Scotland. So all my aunts and my uncles and everything like that, other save one aunt, uh, doesn't live in America. And so we never really had like a super close relationship with them. I mean, we'd call them around the holidays and see how they were doing and stuff, but we never really lived life together. 
And then on my dad's side, uh, he comes from kind of a broken home as well. Just lots of divorce within his family, lots of just sibling rivalries and bickering back and forth. And so we had this kind of separate Thanksgiving oftentimes. Uh, I, I can only really remember a handful of times throughout my childhood that we actually got together in any real way with his side of the family, um, save maybe my uncle and my aunt, one of my uncles and my aunts on my dad's side. And so going into really adult life, uh, having these experiences and always having pretty much like a really tight knit holiday situation where I was really only hanging around three or four people at a time, uh, having breakfast, kind of enjoying each other's presence, just super chill, nothing super stressful and everything. Uh, when I had my first adult relationship with, uh, I actually married the girl that I was with. So uh, having that adult relationship with uh, Alyssa just started some some things in my heart that God has just continued to hammer home and things that I feel uh, may be helpful to you, uh, listener, because maybe around the holiday when you hear because especially Christmas and, and Thanksgiving in this time of year, there's a huge emphasis in our culture around family. And maybe you're like me. And when you hear, hear the word family, uh, it doesn't always create the uh, warm and fuzzy, super positive emotions. Sometimes there's baggage. Sometimes there's negative feelings. Sometimes there's stress and anxiety that gets involved in, in that word and how it uh, is lived in your life. And, so when I, when I think about family nowadays, uh, there's a lot of challenge. I, I guess that's the word that I think of when I think of family is challenge, challenging. Um, because I love my family. I want them to know Jesus. I, I, I hope one day that I would pursue them in a way that would only reveal Jesus and that they would come closer to God through that. But I also find myself, especially around the holidays, when I'm spending time with them, uh, kind of getting mixed up in uh, where my priorities should be because uh, the family you grew up in, in really knows where to push your buttons, really knows where you're vulnerable, where you know, really knows how to get a rise out of you. And sometimes that blurs your uh, ultimate goal, which is to see them come to know Christ. And so I've really battled that, especially within the context of my relationship with my wife and her family, because they grew up almost the exact opposite. Uh, Alyssa grew up with a home that was well-formed. I mean, his her parents have been married for many years, and uh, they have kind of just the the family you kind of dream about, the family you see in, in all the Christmas movies and everything, where everybody gets together and everybody is involved with each other's lives and everybody loves one another. And it's this huge, big expression of everybody's uh, care for one another. And that's what the holidays mean to everybody. And so everybody goes out of their way. Everybody spends all this extra time. And when I was exposed to that, uh, for one, obviously it's pretty overwhelming going from uh, 10 or less people pretty much every Thanksgiving and Christmas for the rest for my entire life. And then boosting that to, I mean, upwards of 30 or 40 people in a single household. Um, I'm already a type B personality, so it doesn't really help me very well to, uh, communicate, but also 
it was challenging in the way that when you have these small groups, you're able to foster deeper relationships. And when you have these 30, 40 uh, person groups, it can be really challenging to want to, uh, at least for me, who has a type B personality and is not really super outgoing, to uh, reach out and to try to make some some relationships. And I struggled with that. I still kind of struggle with that, to be honest. Um, but not also to mention the fact that everybody goes out of their way. Um, in my family, I always grew up to try to basically go make it so that everybody can be happy. Everybody can be satisfied. And when you have small get togethers, it's really not that hard to do that. But when you have these huge get togethers, everybody really has to kind of sacrifice something, whether it's their comfort or uh, whether it's where they're at or anything like that. But in the midst of that, I've just struggled around the word family. I mean, many of you um, have heard messages and may know that my dad passed away in 2016. And so since then, obviously, there's a rift. Um, but there's also something beautiful that's come out of that, which is a deeper, more meaningful relationship with my siblings and how we've just been able to come together and support one another and how that reflects my ultimate desire for them to realize who Jesus Christ is and to be saved by him. Uh, I know I'm kind of talking all over the place right now, but I think it's important uh, to kind of hear my perspective, but also to hear some of the negatives uh, that I experience and things that aren't as truly negative as uh, I felt and how I feel they are, which is around expectations. And so uh, maybe you're a person that feels the weight of expert expectation uh, this holiday season. That feels like you have to show up, you have to be there, you have to put a smile on your face, even though you're not happy, even though you don't want to be there. And all of these different situations are just forced on you. And every year you find yourself becoming more distant and more hard to handle. Uh, I found myself becoming that way, particularly, particularly around my wife's family. And man, that's a sad reality. I I hope uh, conversations like this and willingness to be vulnerable like this results in my own ability to uh, kind of shake that off and, and want to be around them. Um, because frankly, when it comes to the holiday season, I think about my family and my dad and the situation of how he left things when he passed and just all of the baggage that's associated with how I grew up and the brokenness and everything like that. It doesn't make me super happy all the time. It doesn't make me super excited. In fact, it gives me a lot of anxiety sometimes. Maybe you're that person. Maybe you're a person who doesn't feel all that and just looks really forward to being able to spend time with your friends and with your family uh, in particularly around this time of year and how much time you, you look forward all year to it. And maybe I don't, and I don't, I want to watch where I, where I'm stepping right now because I under, I understand that a lot of people have traditions and a lot of people have these things that we hold super near and dear to our heart. But maybe you are a person that's putting expectations on others around this time of year. And I just want to ask you to take a moment. Um, and that's my hope with just a shorter kind of podcast like this, uh, that you would just take a moment, that you would bow your head, that you would pray to God, that you would become still and that you would think. And you would ask yourself some honest questions uh, and ask yourself the most honest question, which is, what is your goal? Is your goal 
to just merely have a great holiday season for the rest of your life and to keep these expectations on your friends and family and to have this uh, picture perfect situation happen in your life so that you can tell your friends about it or show these uh, continually elaborate uh, Christmas and Thanksgiving pictures and cards and everything that we send out in our culture. Uh, is that your goal? Or is your goal truly to see your friends and family that don't know Jesus come to know him? See, that's something that God has just unrelentingly pursued in my heart is just a hunger, a desire, a need to see people truly come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. And that doesn't happen merely with just a simple presentation of a gospel and then you leave them to chew on it and you never talk about it again. No, it, it, it comes with, yes, a presentation of the gospel, but yes, also a display of Christ's love that has uh, permeated your life as you have continually sought and pursued him to glorify his name and to seek to save that which is lost, the Great Commission. And I think this time of year creates really our best opportunity to reach the people in our lives that we love the dearest, but that also know how to separate us and know how to really poke us and prod us where we don't like to. Uh, the people we, at least in me, in my mind, that I honestly want to see in heaven the most, uh, that I find distancing them myself from them the most this time of year. But my greatest opportunity because of the amount of time, because of the reason for the season, because of all of these different things that we've processed throughout our humanity, uh, we have a great, amazing opportunity to see them, see God, see Christ through us, but not just in examplism, but also in word. I think back to some of the conversations we've had on Tuesday nights um, with, our until, with our Until Unity meeting, where Francis Chan brings up the thought in the reality of the Acts, the Book of Acts church where when they got together it wasn't just talking about what you did in the week and all uh, what how was work and how are the kids and all these different things it wasn't about what what was happening in our life but it was about what god was doing in our life and that was all we could really talk about and honestly when i first heard that it stung me because of the reality of like i really don't just casually talk about the goodness and the greatness and the amazing glory that God and grace that God has dispensed upon my life. And even though there are daily stories that I could talk about, I hold, I find myself not saying those things and not talking about those things. And I wonder how dinner around the table would look uh, with your friends and family this year. If you brought up a story where God uh, had worked in your life recently and worked in their lives recently, and just loved on them and promised them a level of uh, security and acceptance and love that only Jesus can provide through us. I also kind of, and I don't, I'm not looking to get super preachy today, but I do also, uh, would also like you listener to maybe read a little bit of uh, Genesis chapter 44 and 45. Uh, as this past Sunday was the last Sunday that our uh, wonderful pastor, uh, Pastor Tim, talked about and ended our series over the book of Genesis and the story of Joseph. 
Um, this is at the latter end of the chapter, but it's the story of uh, Joseph's forgiveness and reconciliation with his brothers after years of uh, the things that he went through and the experiences that he had in slavery and in Potiphar's house and in jail. And then finally uh, becoming the right-hand man to Pharaoh and being given all the authority in the land. And I've just been thinking about that a lot since Sunday, just how Joseph dealt with that situation. Um, honestly, it's not probably how I would have handled it. Um, I don't know if I would have the heart to maybe yell and shout and, and put them in prison. Like they, I, I'm not, I'm not coming at it from there, but when I look at what, how Joseph handled that situation, like he didn't immediately run to telling his brothers, um, he had wisdom in the way that he spoke to them. He had wisdom in the way that he, uh, dealt with them. He didn't immediately show himself for who he really was. And he was patient and he waited and he needed them to come to a point where they could hear the message that he had to give them. And I find myself jumping the gun a lot, um, particularly with my family. And I just think the important thing towards the end of this, of this podcast today, uh, that I want to challenge you with listener is how much time and thought are you putting to finding those situations, finding those opportunities and preparing those opportunities with your family and with your interactions with them, uh, where it would mean the most. Um, I can't even begin to think how much of a relief, how much of a conviction, how much of a sadness, how much of a, um, rightness, I guess that was involved in the, the hearts and minds of Joseph's brothers when they found out when he finally revealed himself as their brother from so many years ago that they had sold into slavery. And he used timing, he used patience and he used wisdom. And I think that's our responsibility. And I think this time of year with the opportunity we have to spend time with them, to love them, to live life with them and to offer them a Christianity that's truly worth pursuing is a worthy effort. Maybe more than a word, more of a worthy effort than providing gifts and meals and fantastical funny stories. But that's just what I'm saying. I don't know. Um, I hope you're able to relate to this because in some way, shape or form, I think we're all a part of a broken family. Um, whether it's the physical one or the spiritual one. I mean, you can even look at the uh, humble beginnings of the Jewish bloodline through Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and through Joseph, and how a broken family has been constant throughout the, uh, even the very beginning with Abraham and Isaac, and how it's further extended throughout uh, Christianity, how we're so separated in the way that we are now. But I just hope that today, you can try to turn a new leaf that uh, maybe you're listening to this on the way to your family's holiday season uh, celebration. And maybe this will add another uh, little twist, little uh, guide, if you will, to how you'd handle the day. Maybe it'll be different this time. I hope it will. Friends, family, city saints, I hope that you enjoy the rest of this holiday that you're real, that you're vulnerable, that you're loving, and that you go out and love this valley.